Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. It's the podcast of your dreams. If you dream of IVF, trying to have babies for a lot of money and heartache and anguish. We got you. Or, you know, just figuring out what your reproductive plans might be. Maybe they're going to change. Who knows? We're here. We're here for you. Dory's here. Matt's here. Still here. Yep, we're all still here. Well, thank God. See you next week. Bye. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I see. We should just do an actual podcast. Yeah, we should do an actual show. Well, what's there to report, honey? Lots of nothing. What has happened? (laughs) Um, We brought Henry to your work on Friday. Henry went to the Goldbergs. Uh, He was there for uh let's see essentially all of all of all of uh one side of coverage of one giant scene and he didn't make a peep yeah he was like so great he was uh probably the best visitor we ever had because baby or adult baby or adult didn't make a peep seemed pleased what we were doing yeah he did coo a couple times yeah at the end yeah uh, but never cooed while we were in a take, mm-hmm. which was all you ask of any visitor. It's true. No coos during uh, takes. Uh, big hit at Video Village. Um, Dory spent a lot of time with Henry and uh, our, our hair and makeup folks. Yep, yep, yep. We, uh, put a, we put a fake mustache on him. Yep. If he had come on Monday, we would have been with John Oates of Holland Oates. Whoa. But he came on Friday, so we put him in an Oates mustache anyway. It was pretty cool. Yeah. He was like sort of into it. And then he was like, why am I wearing a mustache? Yes. But we do have that one picture of him where he's very thoughtful 
with the mustache, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. Um, that was a that was a medium sized day. That was a short day. Like, had I been able to wrap when we wrapped and not had to go to a meeting, I would have. Yeah, you would have been home really. Would have been leaving at one p.m. Yeah, that would have been nice. But I mean, you were home at five. Yep, which stayed, is early for, for you. a three thirty meeting. Yep, then left at like four ten, and then it took an hour and ten oh, minutes. That's to right. Go. It took you so long. Yes, everyone was rushing out for Valentine's Day. All of the romance was in Los Angeles. <laughs> the blood was pumping through the heart of L.A. with its arteries being the main traffics. What? <laughs> Uh, yes. Have you guys met my husband? He's a semi-professional podcaster. Semi-pro everything. Um, yeah. So we had a lovely Valentine's Day at home, where I told Dory all about the people she likes to hang around with, and then I did. I what did I do after that? Well, I made dinner. You made dinner. You made a delicious HelloFresh. I did. <laughs> did. She did. Um, some sort of uh, gnocchi. It's like a baked gnocchi with some, some, zucchini. Some, some, some zooks. Yeah. It's good. Um, tasty. You know, no meat. Garlic bread. No meat because Dory's a no meatosaurus. Um, yeah. I'm plant-based now. Yeah. And I don't remember what. I don't even remember... I remember being very tired when I got home. Yeah. And I remember like dinner and I remember talking to you. And then I remember nothing after that. What happened? Do you remember anything? Who went to bed earlier? Hard to say. Great question. You know, you never can tell anymore. That's true. I've been out here for a couple of days trying to get stuff done. Oh, I built, did I build that? I think I built that. Mm. I built the rack mm-hmm. for guitars. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this place organized a little bit. It's getting there. Slowly. Slowly. Very slowly. Yeah. Today I lifted. I put. A, I put. The, I bought. I bought a new desk top. You know, for the standing desk, and I was. I guess I wasn't prepared for the fact that it would weigh. One hundred and fifteen pounds. Exactly. Um, so when I got there, because I ordered a Lowe's, I ordered a, a, a tool chest and a, a new desktop, you know, because this tiny desk, well, it's tiny, period. But it was tiny because we shared an office. Yep. So Dory would not let it go past this exact length. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, it wasn't that I wouldn't let it it was that there you was no refused room. there was no room to allow there was no room the desk to be any bigger than this because there was no room and now the chickens have come home to roost baby and this desk is too tiny <laughs> yep so i went out to lowe's and uh went there three times in <laughs> hopes did. that my order would be ready it was never ready. And then today I finally just went up to the customer service thing and asked. What did they, what was their excuse? They had no, they didn't say anything. They I just, just said, Hey, I ordered something online to uh, yesterday and, 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 you know, still not ready. Can I just go out onto the floor myself and get them? And they were, she was like, yep. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you later. Wow. And then it took uh, quite a bit of time for them to find this, uh, the tool chest and guess what, guys? That's the floor model. What? So, full price for a floor model. <laughs> Way to go, Lowe's. <laughs> Did you, would it have not come assembled if you had not gotten the floor model? I don't know. Mm. I don't know anything about those boxes they were looking for. I see. But they are, it was assembled. And then I figured out, by the way, today, I was like, why is this? Oh, they put the wheels on wrong. Great. The, the wheels that pivot, the wheels that actually turn should be on the handle side, not on the other side. So whoever did that didn't do it great. Whatever. Let's see. What else is happening? Henry pooped on me. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Henry, look, he somehow got poop everywhere. 
I mean, I don't want to blame me for hanging them upside down a little bit here. And oh, there. this is new information. I mean, just <laughs> physics and how would that else would that happen? <laughs> All I know is Matt is like, Dory. <laughs> He's like, there's poop. There's poop in the front. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> And now he I casually don't, don't really he casually happened. mentions that he had been holding Henry upside down. Well, you know how he <laughs> likes to hang around on me. Yeah. And then You hadn't realized that he'd pooped? No, and then he got poop on my shirt and I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was like some form of his meals cuz they all look like poop. <laughs> they just blended green and it's just, you know, and then I was like, wait a second, this is poop. There's <laughs> poop all over my shirt. Uh, he did poop like four times yesterday. And that was right before bath, so. Yeah. Um, he's already pooped like twice today. Yeah. He really is quite a active pooper. <laughs> Where could he have gotten that from? Well, I'm not very active. But you uh, love to. I'm sure I love pooping. <laughs> Um, what else is happening? Uh, we're moving over to ACAST pretty soon. Yep. Buckle up. Nothing's going to change on your end. Our lives will be easier. Well, one thing, there's one small thing that will change. What is that? Which is like, if someone is binging the show, the ads they will hear will be the, for a week, they'll be the same across all the episodes. Because we'll that, be moving to dynamic insertion. Is that true? Yep. Who the hell's going to track where our ads are? What do you mean? Like, who's going to go through the episodes of olden times? Acast. Oh, those poor bastards. Mm-hmm. Do they understand what a yeah, colossal we, pain in the ass it's going to yeah, be? Yeah, because they had to do it for Forever 35. Oh, God. But you guys at least had a music sting. Mm, which true. Which we did not. Yeah. There's no way to identify. If you just look at our waveform, there's no way to identify an ad. I tried to put it. There's there's two episodes, guys. If you go in the Wayback Machine, that have musical stings for ads because I wanted to make it easier on us when this eventuality happened. And Dora's like, I don't like that. It sounds weird. I was like, okay. <laughs> so whoever is listening to this right now, trying to find the ad spot, that story's fault. You're welcome. Thanks, honey. Look. What makes a good marriage is the ability to blame each other for everything. Mm, okay. That's a little bit of Matt's wisdom. Oh, you should put that in a book. I, it's on seven bumper stickers <laughs> that I sell at my tiny shop. Oh, Matt's words yeah. of wisdom. I've been watching a lot of vlogs on YouTube oh. in the last two days. Okay. What so. inspired this? Uh, it just got recommended to me at one point, mm-hmm. um, and then I just clicked on it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch more of this. And I find them simultaneously interesting and depressing, and I can't figure it out. I'm only watching one person's vlog. And this is just like them vlogging about their personal life? Uh, no, he lives in Hollywood, okay. and he does seem to vlog. He vlogs about his day like a little bit at the top, and then he goes to like some weird place in hollywood and talks about it historically mm. uh, contextualizing the places okay so that's interesting like he'll be driving by a house i've driven by eight thousand times and tell me that uh, that's where fatty arbuckle lived or something mm. you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's interesting mm-hmm. you know it's the house i've seen up at the top of uh, Beechwood Canyon called uh, the Wolf's Lair, mm-hmm. which uh, Moby used to live at until recently. But, like, I found out all about it. That's cool. What's this guy's name? Wolf. Oh, the, vlogger. the guy who owned the... <laughs> the vlogger is named something. What is his name? He's the... J- J- Jason the Lion? Jared the Lion? The Lion King? No, he's not the Lion King. <laughs> I'd know if I was watching the Lion King's <laughs> vlog. Uh, what if the Lion King had a vlog? Whoa. Could you imagine? Jared, Jared. It sounds like it's, it feels like it's Jared the Lion, right? I don't know. Anyway, let's see. Uh, 
I bet YouTube will just, yes, uh, Jordan the Lion. It's Jordan. Jordan. It's, it's not Jared. So, but he's the, here's the thing that I find interesting about it. He has been podcast. he's not podcasting, he's been, um, seems like he's been vlogging. He's got 109,000 subscribers. His, I mean, how many videos does he have? Doesn't, I wish I wish they numbered them. Oh, well, he did. <laughs> He's got 1,247. Wow. Vlogs. Wow. Remember when I said to you, when you came into, my, into, my, into the office or wherever, and I was watching that one with that weird guy who was talking about his house being haunted? Yes. That was him. That was, oh, that was this guy's okay. vlog. Um, <clears throat> anyway, like, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around him. It's, it's fascinating. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Because mm. he seems to be around my age. Mm-hmm. If not exactly my age, mm-hmm. maybe. But, and he also, there's a, there's a chance. I can't quite tell, but it looks like he lives in my old apartment. What? Yes. Because, you know, he walked around the neighborhood quite a bit. And it looks like he lives in the place I used to live when I lived near the UCB. Whoa. Uh, up to it, including the weird cabinetry that I was like, what do you even do with this? That's weird. So Maybe he's like your long lost brother. I don't know, but he moved out here to go to MI, which is a musician's institute. Okay. At some point, he's like one of these weird people that like loves old Hollywood in a way that is not, in a way that, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it per se, do you think they move out here expecting that the old Hollywood still exists? No, I think they're students of the of the history of it, and um, but like he had this one, he was a couple times he's mentioned the fact that he used to be friendly with Shelley Winters, okay, and like would would like end up like going over and talking to Shelley Winters for hours on end every couple days, and like they'd have lunch together and stuff. Whoa, and I'm like. That's kind of weird, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and he's very friendly with Scott, the guy that runs the Dearly Departed tours. Oh, know, sure. The thing mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do but I've never done. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, the, I guess, I think I found this via, I don't know, there's this weird sub-genre of YouTube videos from like Adam the Woo and uh, the Carpetbagger, whom I, I enjoy all three of these people I'm talking about right now. The carpet bagger from the New York Times? No. Different no, carpet bagger. Different carpet bagger. The okay. YouTube carpet bagger. Got it. Unless he somehow works at the New York Times. I don't know. Seems unlikely. It seems like a different carpet bagger. But he bagger. just, you know, he drives around and just like sees the sights of this this this, this weird country of ours mm-hmm. and like vlogs it. And I watched like the carpet bagger has, enjoys wax museums, which I weirdly do too. So oh, I've interesting. I watched all of his visits to all the Madame Tussauds. Wow. <laughs> it's very. I don't know. You're weird. I am a weirdo. That's a weird thing about me. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, look, it's also like the thing that's fascinating about Jordan the Lion here, it's called Daze, D-A-Z-E. I'll plug him. I think it's fascinating. Like, he recently is like, he's been in Mexico, seems like, for a week. And now he's back because he just did a Leonard Nimoy's grave tour. (laughs) But, uh... It's very strange to me because I'll be like watching his videos where he's driving around LA from my chair in LA mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is great. I don't have to fucking leave the house. Whoa. <laughs> is that? That's weird. Look, it's like, it's my version of TikTok, you know? Mm. Dory's on TikTok all the time now. I mean, I would say all the time. I mean, she's literally talking left and right. And I mean, T O. K-I-N, talking. <laughs> Look, I enjoy it. You enjoy talking. I enjoy TikToking. Yes. I don't TikTok myself. I'm just a No, she's a she's lurker. a she's TikTok lurker. Yep. TikToker. But like, I mean, it's I don't know why it's all very it's 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 interesting to me. This all of this weirdness. Oh, he went to England at some point? That's fun. <laughs> I, 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 it's so, I wish I could describe to you what is fascinating to me about it, but I can't. 
But like, for instance, like I mean, some of it's dark, you know. The like, like the uh, like you know the, the the apartment where Jonathan Brandis uh, killed himself. You know, mm. I lived at one block away from that. And mm. Didn't even know it. <laughs> but where did where did where did Richard Pryor accidentally set himself on fire? It's not far from here. Oh boy, it's all interesting. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, he did end up going back to David's ghost house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm sc- look at this, and then he goes. He spends a day with Bob Gurr. Imagineering, he designed the monorail. Bob okay. Gurr. All right. I mean, I don't understand this. This life. This this uh, weird obsession with me. What happened to David Letterman's desk? Don't you want to know? Uh, I'm sure I'll find it somewhere here. Honey? Yes, dear. I think we need to move on. Oh, okay. Um, all right, we're going to take a short break. Okay, bye. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We're back, everybody. Hey, everyone. According to Dory, I'm weird. That's the summation from the last chunk. But you knew that already. Hope you enjoyed that ad. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get into it. From This first email is from Anonymous. Okay. I mean, look, I feel like Anonymous really has a monopoly on our time. Yeah. They do write it in a lot. They're constantly writing it. What's, what's up, Anonymous? Um, okay. Anonymous says, 
Love, love, love the podcast. I especially love it because our sweet baby girl was born about two weeks before Henry. So you and I ended up being transfer buddies, then pregnancy peers. Now we're baby mamas. Okay, that last one wasn't right, but you got the idea. Listening to you talk about your pregnancy and then talk about Henry was so helpful because I was going through the exact things you were going through while you were podcasting about them. Thank you for keeping the pod going. Specifically for me, it's been great tracking along with a mom that's in the same boat as I am. I joke with my hubs that we need to set up a set up sweet Henry with our fun daughter. Perhaps we'll leave the yen to ing till they're older, though. Yes, I, I think I think that's appropriate. I say go for it. Ew. Let's get them in on in some sort of um, prearranged baby marriage. Oh, okay. Because the sooner we get him married and out of the house, the sooner he can start paying us back for the IVF. Mm, good point. Anonymous? What could he do right now besides make fertilizer? <laughs> With his poops? Yes, exactly. I don't... I, mm. I mean, he'd be a good baby model. But that's... He's, I mean, he's pretty much talentless. And he has no skills, so like he can't do a skilled trade like a heating and air conditioning or plumbing or uh, any sort of uh, manual labor. He's good at biting. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll think on it. Maybe he could emboss leather with his teeth. He'd enjoy that. Okay. Here's my question for the group. I've clearly had one successful transfer, and I'm so grateful it all ended up working out. I've lived this IVF life in the same way that everyone listening to this has, along with the heartache and struggles, and am beyond grateful to have our baby girl. Now, I'm beginning to mentally prepare myself for my second transfer as I've got one embryo left. I've seen a few posts about this in the Facebook group, but wanted to ask about it here. I'd love to first hear about how people prepared for their successful FETs. Any pointers would be great. I want to do everything I can to give my final embryo its best chance. The bigger thing I'd love guidance on. The same crazy anxiety is back now that I'm on the verge of doing IVF again. Add to that lots of worry that since it worked once, it won't happen again. As you can see from the timestamp of this email, woke up at 4 a.m. my local time. It's something that's keeping me up at night. Add all of this to being a new mama and I'm just overwhelmed. I'm also 42, so there's no time to waste in my mind. Would love any advice people have to offer. I know... Oh, again, know that I have one baby, but it'd be great to give her a sibling. I hope this doesn't sound ungrateful to those of you that haven't yet had a baby. I've been in your shoes, and believe me, I'm so grateful for what I have. Just want to do all I can for my final embryo, including getting my mind right. Finally, now that you've moved and aren't buying a house yet, where do you stand on doing another round of IVF for a sibling for Henry? You've talked about it. Wasn't sure where you both netted out. Maybe we can be transfer buddies again. Thanks for all you do, guys. So much love to you both. 1,700 square feet. In the great state of Texas, for me, my hubs, a newly minted 10-month-old baby, and a cranky but lovable fat cat. Um, Like a Wall Street fat cat? Doubtful. Wow. Probably more like a Cheshire cat. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, we have no tips for fresh transfers. Frozen. The, for frozen. I get the FET. I know, because it's, cause it's F- the same, F- it's the same, same. thing. It should be an, yeah. should be an FR. FR? E. <laughs> <laughs> or an FRO. It should be a froat or a fret. Yeah. And then on the uh, other side of things, where are you at right now? Me personally? Yeah. Um, I'm sort of in that, like, I don't know zone. Ah. Um, I'll tell you where I am. You're in the no zone. Yes. I know. Had a long conversation with Jessica St. Clair about this. Okay. And about... um, you know, she has a she has one child, mm-hmm. uh, and she was really sort of talking to me about her struggle with uh, not. Uh, you sure she wants the struggle shared? She's very open. Okay, I mean, I feel like yeah, you know, but like the idea of like, oh, do I do we have another kid or not? Yeah, I guess that struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, real like. All, when it was all said and done, she started to like really realize that the small unit, the three-person family unit, mm-hmm. is actually quite beneficial when it comes to many things, mm-hmm. including traveling, mm-hmm. um, attention, mm-hmm. Uh, emotional maturity, mm-hmm. um, etc. Mm-hmm. I think her daughter's like six now. Okay. Uh, but I feel like you should, you know, 
when you see her on Friday in the cave, just have a chat. Have a chit chat. <laughs> have a chat. Who did she play in the Goldbergs? She was. She's playing a character that has yet to be introduced. Oh, okay. Dolores. Dolores. We'll find out. Tune in to the Goldbergs. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think all those things are true, mm-hmm. and that like coupled with the fact that I know you don't want to go through this again. Well, that I don't want us to go through it again. Yeah. If I it know. was me getting the injections, sure. And then I'd be like, oh my God, could you, but think about it right now. What? Think about a second child. Yeah. What about Think it? about a second infant. Yeah. Think about what the like stress level, think about having to do three months again with a night nanny. Excuse me. Think about having to find more childcare. Mm-hmm. Think about traveling. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the fact that it wouldn't fit on one luggage cart with three of us, mm-hmm. let alone four of us. Mm-hmm. Think about strollers. Mm-hmm. Think about just the sheer amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. Think about that second crib. Mm-hmm. Where's that going? Mm-hmm. Think about the, uh, I don't know, Henry will, he'll get his theme park finished. It doesn't have to be his brother. I mean, I know I've got siblings who would not finish my theme park. And I gotta be honest, you do too. Wow. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm not saying that they wouldn't want to, but they get their own shit happening. Mm. I mean, I don't think that's the bar. It should be the bar. Oh, okay. Every bar should be. If you had plans for Walt Disney World, uh-huh. would your brother finish it and then die? Would your Would your brother die before he finished it? No. Right. No. Roy finished it for Walt. Walt died in '66. But Walt had already finished it, didn't he? Disney World? Yeah. Disneyland. Disneyland, sure. Yeah. Right. So that's what I said. He died before he finished it. He died before he finished Disney World. So Roy finished it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You said finished it and then died. No, but then Roy died so soon after he finished it. Like put every last bit of energy into finishing that for Walt. Oh, Roy. You know? This has really touched you, this story. You've brought it up several times. It's the only story I have of siblings. (laughs) The only known allegory in my life for what siblingry should be, but isn't. Wow. Hello. You have, a, you have a dark view of siblinghood. Do I? I was seven years separate from my brother. It's the closest to me. It just was like growing up in a different family. I know. So? So you were basically an only child. Yeah. And I turned out to be pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know what else we're talking about. You know, it's like, do I want it more than you don't want it? Oh, don't. You know what I mean? Then you blame. Then I get blamed. How do you get blamed? Because if I want, if I don't want it more, then we don't have the child, right? So that's on me. It's literally, and on it me. is on me if we do. If we do want it, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not because you don't want it, right? So if I do want it, if I say I want this more than you don't want it, then it's on me. It just feels like yeah. in neither situation are we coming to this to like a mutually agreeable decision. I mean, maybe there'll be a period of time when like Henry is walking and talking and then we're like, okay, now that he's up and at him, let's try this again. But I don't see it happening right now. Do you? I don't know. Uh, you know, if it had worked earlier on, mm-hmm. sure. But you know, five five rounds is a lot of rounds. It is a lot of get, rounds to get one embryo. Yeah. So don't don't particularly want to do another five. No, neither do I. So there you go. And would you want to carry that baby? You know how miserable you were that first trimester of nausea. 
Yeah, but then I felt you great. Felt terrible. You die. Yeah, but I mean, I just remember feeling so bad about how you felt in those first three months where you couldn't. You know, I mean, we still have vomit bags. We moved, and we still have vomit bags from that time. Mm-hmm. I keep them in my car. Yeah, and there are also like a ton of them in the kitchen right now. It's like, what do we do? Why do we have these? Throw them out. I'm just, this is the kind of, when you move, guys, you sort of find yourself going like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we keeping this? Yeah. Bianchi that hasn't been ridden in four years. <laughs> Hi, Bianchi. I'm staring at Dory's bicycle. My <laughs> old bicycle. Yep. Her new one's right there under a pile of clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's just, it's just, this is the kind of thing that happens when you move. You yep. just uncover a lot of why do I have this? It's anyway, Anonymous, thank you for your question. I mean, thank you for really setting us on this path of destruction. I think the TLDR is that we're not going to have another kid. Well, it could be the TLDR until you decide otherwise. But like, I'm running out of time. Uh, well, I don't think it's gonna be our kid what i don't think it's gonna be our embryo whose embryo is it gonna be i don't know we'll have to find one under a a (laughs) doormat or something oh boy someone's gonna leave an embryo on our doorstep yeah maybe like wrapped in a blanket dry ice (laughs) (laughs) with a handwritten note yep (laughs) i couldn't take care of this embryo (laughs) so here you go I couldn't pay the cold storage fees. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. It's from Jane. Hi, Matt and Dory. Apologies. I'm a zillion episodes behind. First, a Forever 35 listener who never expected to have any reason to listen to an IVF podcast. What a fool. Following a miscarriage and a year of trying, I finally dragged myself to a fertility doctor late last year who suggested I get right to IVF since I'm wiser, his euphemism for aged, at 44. So I started episode one that same day and continued through my stem treatment, failed egg retrieval, and impromptu IUI. And just as I got to your pregnancy announcement, I already knew all about Henry, but it was still so exciting, I got my period. I took a couple days off from my excellent listening binge as that particular negative stung more than the others. Here's why. My egg retrieval failed for a weird and seemingly uncorrectable reason. They could not reach my eggs. Like Dory, I have a uterine anomaly, but mine is weirder. I have uterus didelphus, two uteruses, two cervixes, and a septum dividing my vaginal canal in two. We've heard about this. We have heard about this. We've gotten an email about this. Double trouble. People with it have successful pregnancies all the time, so there's no need for surgery, but thanks to a perfect storm of bad angles related to my anatomy... The dang egg retrieval needles couldn't get to my ovaries to grab the eggs. Three of the doctors in my clinic, 60 plus years of experience between them, who consulted during the procedure had never seen it. They even tried going through my abdomen. I had a dozen tiny entry marks, but my intestines were in the way. Rude. Since I had eggs ready to drop and a vial of sperm all cleaned up nice, they did an IUI. I was convinced it was going to be a winner with my body all hopped up on stim meds. It wasn't. I've consulted with the Didelphus Facebook groups, and while women within have had IVF, no one has run into this retrieval disaster, so it seems to be a me thing, unless there's someone out there hearing the double uterus signal. And while I expected to hit all the usual devastating IVF roadblocks, few eggs retrieved, not all fertilized or make it to blastocyst, failure to implant, etc., I didn't consider getting stopped before we started, but after exhausting my entire $10,000 pharmacy benefit and getting very close to the overall fertility insurance limit and with no clear next step... I have a follow-up with my RE next week, and since we won't be exploring donor eggs, a wonderful solution for many, but not what my partner and I want, I don't know what's next. More IUIs, the odds are so low, I'm left wondering if that's even worth the trouble. Do we just keep trying at home and hope to become the I got pregnant 46 without even trying, I just relaxed lady on message boards? I pause the pod. Is it still a thing? It was very hot over 100 episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) After you noted that we should email if we haven't heard our particular issue slash story reflected on the show. So here we are. Love listening to you both, and I look forward to following along with the pregnancy now that I'm over my sado snit. I don't think that was a sado snit. Um, I don't know what that is. I think like her woe is me rant. What is that snit, though? Like being in a snit. Like being in a... I've never heard that word oh, hmm. in my entire life. Interesting. And I've seen a lot of words. You have. It's true. Um, 
so we've had a double situation, but not this particular situation. No. So this is the angle, double angle. Failed egg retrieval. Super secret path. Double uterus signal. Yes. An unprecedented signal. Um, hopefully you see this signal. It's, it's got to be brighter to reach it. Yeah. It's got some corners to make. Yeah, it's at angles. We're terrible people. What? Why are we terrible? We're making light of this. We're not making light of it. Wacky, wacky ovary situation. We're we're trying to find people who might have some insight. Um, it's also wild too. I'm trying to go through the abdomen, the intestines being in the way. It's like, well, duh. <laughs> what else would be there? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I hope it works out. Me too. I hope we get an answer. Yep. Same. All right. Swim Laura. Where was Nomar when they were filming that Hyundai commercial? Noma. The mass accent saying Noma is way funnier than Big Poppy. I just thought of this listening to you watching the commercial. This week's episode also had me nodding in agreement on how some people have their families so much younger than my husband and I did. We were watching Lego Masters, and there is a team of women who in their intro said they've raised their families and now they're doing something for themselves. I then looked them up and found they are 47 and 49, were 45 and have kids in third grade and kindergarten. I then told my husband that confirms we can't move to some parts of the country because everyone would think our kids are our grandchildren. Also, on the homeowner discussion, we own a home like our house, like being able to make any changes we want to our home, and I don't think we'd have great rental options in our area. However, we're also over a lot of the outdoor maintenance required with home ownership. Having dead trees taken down is a lot of money, but leaving them up to potentially fall in the house is terrifying. We think next time maybe a townhouse is a compromise option for us. Still own an update as we choose on the inside, and the HOA takes care of all the outside stuff. Hmm. Thanks for keeping up the pod, Laura. But then there's assessments, you know? Yep. This is your bane of your father's existence this is the bane of my father's existence assessments they're always getting assessed over there at his at his at his condo they yeah can't you know the elevator's been down for so long so long they got to repair the elevator but it's 26 floors or something well and you know they had to redo the whole hvac i wonder if they by the way took my suggestion i was like there's three elevators in here why doesn't one service the first 15 floors and the other service the other That was a great floors? suggestion. Well, you know, the lady I was in the elevator with was going to bring it up at that meeting tonight in September. <laughs> I do wonder if that has changed. Uh, I, I feel like no, for some dumb reason. Oh, I'm sure you can't even, they can't even program it. Yeah, but um, it would be a good idea. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. And yes, it's true. I mean, yeah, some people have kids really young. I think I, I think I mentioned this. I definitely mentioned it on Forever Thirty Five. But like you know, speaking of TikTok, some of the some of the people who I see on TikTok are these like teens essentially, and they're they're like nineteen or twenty, and sometimes they'll do TikToks with their parents. I believe this is the discussion that prompted this email. Oh, it wasn't about my due date group. I don't think so. Oh, what about I'm, your due date group? Well, I'm in a due date group for women over 35. And what's always like so funny to me is like, here I am having my first kid. And there's like all these women in there who have like 22 year olds. And then they just had another baby. Oh, Like sometimes it's like a second marriage. Oh, that seems terrible. It's very weird. That's the worst of it all. Yeah. If you did it, you raised that child. And then guess what? Oops, I did it again. All over again. That sounds horrific. Yeah. That's like getting to the last level of a of of like Red Dead Redemption and and, and losing your save file. (laughs) Hitting restart. Except at least Red Dead Redemption is interesting and fun. (laughs) Wow. Hi guys. Wow. TV's Matt Myra. (laughs) Um yeah, so I don't I don't remember what the what the actual discussion was. But anyway, yes, I hear you. Um all right, we're going to play a quick voice mail. You guys are the best. It's Gabby from Philadelphia. Um Dory, yes, that scratched my itch majorly. 
Um, you got to break out the accent more often. You sound just perfect doing it. Um, thank you, Matt, as well. And I'm going to check out that Chris Evans commercial right now because he's adorable. Um, so as promised, water, water. Uh-huh. Can I get a glass of water? May I have a glass of water? Oh, that just sounds so strange to me. Water, water, water. <laughs> um, I don't think I say anything else super regionally except maybe, um, yeah, no, which means no, and um, no, yeah, which means yes. So thank you guys again. It made me laugh so hard. You guys sound yeah, so no, adorable no, yeah. doing it. Um, as always, love to you both, Hank or Dory Shaffer the man, mm-hmm. and Big Baby Bo. You guys are the best. Big Bye. Baby Bo. He's yeah. such a baby. He really is. Um, Debbie, do you say use and do you refer to the grocery store as the Acme? The Acme. Yeah. I don't know that. All right. Okay. I'm going to take a break. BRB. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, everybody. We have returned. Hello. Uh, So what's happening? So we heard from Nicole. Remember Nicole, who was living in the 900-square-foot apartment, and then she played our podcast for her husband, and then they got a new house like the next day? They saw the promised land? Yeah. So we heard from her again. She sent us a picture of her garage fridge. Whoa. And she said, this is a picture of my garage fridge. That's right. The best rental on the mid-peninsula, like halfway between San Francisco and San Jose, has a second fridge in the garage. I think that's what sold me. Very Wisconsin, though we always had a tap built in for kegs. Also, we currently have a super tiny washer and dryer, like half a load at a time. It's brutal. And look at those high capacity motherfuckers. God damn. The very picky owners were specifically looking for a family rather than a group of roommates, which happens a lot around here. They had a higher than average income requirement, and I had to answer specific questions about my not-so-perfect credit, old hospital bills from baby number one, when we moved to California shortly thereafter, missing some bills, doesn't affect dad's credit, sexist. So that's why they turned a... So that's why they turned down so many other applicants. They were not in a hurry to rent it out, which is certainly unusual. I don't know about loaning you 200 square feet, but I'm happy to store your camp toilet on one of our many garage shelves during the off season. Just let me know you're coming so I can fire up the fireplace and stock the drinks fridge. (laughs) Moving day is March 4th, and it seems like forever away now. Do you two have any more moving advice now that you've been there for a minute? Any and all is appreciated. Thank you. Bay Area, Nicole. Um. What is my moving moving advice now? Uh, now that we've done it, and I hated it, and I still hate it. Woof. Um, if I could do it all over again, I would be sure to get rid of stuff prior to moving. That'd be like a tip. A lot of people said that to us, too. And somehow I thought, well, I'll just get rid of it when we get there. And like by the time you get there, you're like, I don't want this stuff. Why is it still in my face? Mm-hmm. So I'm having that issue right now. I believe I said that to you. I'm sure you you count as people. Mm-hmm. You're a people. You know, that's one of those things that if it had been the other way around, you would be reminding me of that for, I don't know, five to ten years. Um. Yes, but also like a lot of the stuff is your stuff that I'm like, why am I looking at this? Mm. Like I'm gonna look right now at this step thing. Mm-hmm. Why am I looking at this? I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> that is not a good example. Uh, well, it's one of these. Oh, no. Tragedy. I think it's still recording. We really? just have our headphones unplugged. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Still oh, going. Hello. So if anyone's wondering, what just happened was the Zoom dropped. If you've listened to uh, Star Trek The Next Conversation recently, you'll know that that happened on last week's episode as well. 
but the zoom kept going. Um, I think I need to be. The re- zoom kept going. Are you plugged in over there? Thank you. Don't worry. Once I get that desk set up in here, ho oh, ho, you're gonna have so much room. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. I mean, I can wait because I have waited, but I wanted to deal with that stuff first. Yeah, I hear you. We got so many puzzle boards in this house. It's not even funny. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, we were just ta- oh, I was talking. About, she doesn't want to get rid of the step. Okay, sure. It's got dust in it. Hasn't been used in two and a half years, but okay. Because I didn't have room to use it in the other house. Well, now that you have your exercise studio slash office, you'll yeah. be having a great time in there. I can't wait. It's not a bad use of that space, actually. No, it's but it's still half full with a bunch of your stuff. Yeah, but it's mostly full of your stuff. No, half the room is filled with your stuff. What? How dare you? What kind of stuff? Uh, approximately 20 guitars. Um, what? You have... Also, you seem to be just be dumping your clothes there. Well, I don't... Uh-huh. I'm not, by yeah. the way, first of all, I'm not used to like... I'm not used to having my clothes in our bedroom at all. Mm-hmm. It confuses me. <laughs> I, You know, it's funny you say that because there's a pair of jeans right there. I've been like, the other day I came in here and there's like four pairs of pants in here that I had like at some point lost. Socks were in here. I'm just like. You're disrobing in here? I'm not used to. Well, I went to like, you know, these shorts came, you know, and I put on shorts. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't need these. Oh, let me try these other shorts. And then all of a sudden there's Mm, floors covered with shorts. I see how that happened. And jeans. And then. I'm just not used to like I'm charging. I charge my phone out here at night, and then when I get up in the morning, I have to come out here. <laughs> mm, you live out here. It's very weird. Yeah, it is weird. I told you this would happen. We didn't have a choice. There was no other way to arrange the house. But I still told you this would happen. Okay. Um. So I really there's just there's a couple things I do want to really get out of here, but I don't know where to put them. And it's bumming me out a little bit. Mm. Like, for instance, the like, this filing cabinet. I gotta like. I think I'm gonna take all this, all those Blu-rays, and actually just throw them into. I probably could put them into two of those cubes in that cubey thing. Really. I don't know. I'm not sure about volume <laughs> and space. I thought you were gonna say I could put them in a guitar case. That's weirder. Is it? Yeah. You have all these empty guitar cases just sitting here waiting to be filled with DVDs. <laughs> what? Why don't you use them for storage? What are you talking about? That's crazy talk. That's a brilliant idea that I just came up with. That is crazy. And brilliant. How many How many could I put in there? Exactly. I don't want to. No, I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, so, like, half the room still has your stuff in it, and there's a few things that, like, I need you to get out of there for me to be able to set it up, like that shelf. No, that doesn't need to come out. Yeah, it does. You can put your bookcase in there, and and that stuff will, that'll come out. Hmm. I don't think so. I can move it with, I can move a bookcase that's full. Okay. As, as illustrated by my morning adventure at Lowe's, where I... No, but somehow I don't want you to break your back. Somehow, put a rolling craftsman toolbox and a six-foot butcher block table in countertop a, in a Volvo XC40 into a Volvo XC40, and then drove it like I was a Stelgetti. <laughs> I was just so far forward, and like my chin was on the steering wheel. I believe I left the I left your driver's seat like that just to see how you would enjoy that drive. Oh, thank you so much. All right, so I want to see if you could even fit in there. We heard from a lot of people about cord cutting. Oh, okay. Uh, which part? Well, this first email is from Nick, and he says, "I was a faithful Directv customer for 16 years, but got rid of them last year, and will never ever go back. Some reasons slash considerations for you. They are AT and T. Hashtag not an ad, but kind of an ad." Be prepared to spend an hour at least on the phone with DirecTV to cancel if you haven't already. Just know that they'll try to offer better deals or free service for up to 6 to 12 months. Even if you say you're not allowed to have a DirecTV dish installed, they'll offer their streaming DirecTV Go slash now, whatever it's called. Okay. I just want to say something about this. I did not have this experience. You 
did not. You said it was surprisingly not that hard. I was on the phone with them for like five minutes. They didn't offer me streaming DirecTV. Wow. Maybe I just got someone who just didn't give a shit. And it was just like, I oh. got someone on his way out or her way out. Totally. Like he was just like, oh, I see. Like when I told him why, why we weren't moving with direct TV, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll go ahead and cancel that for you. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> so anyway, okay. That was great. Side note. I had a $220 direct TV bill that was reduced for a year at a time because I called and threatened to cancel a couple times. Once I paid $6 a month for a year, Another time, it was $30 a month for a year until it reverted to the full 220 Other li- listeners might want to try that, too. YouTube TV works wherever you have internet. No setup required. No in-person scheduled appointments. No equipment to rent. No well, hidden fees slash charges Safari. slash anything. I have to use Chrome or Firefox. <laughs> I use Chrome, so that's not an issue for me. Yeah. Um, You're tab deviant. It just works. The lack of a... Safari has tabs. Yeah, no, no, but you literally have 8,000 open at all times. Okay. Um, the lack of equipment is worth it alone, but wait, there's more. YouTube TV has unlimited DVR. Yes, unlimited. That means you can record anything and everything, and it's available to you anywhere you have internet, when you travel or when you're in the shed. The only exceptions are some local blackout stuff when you're in a different zip code than your home area. It's never been a problem for me when I travel, though. To reduce for fu- to further reduce future stress, YouTube TV tv can be canceled with the click of a button there's no equipment to return and you can add extra premium channels with a click then remove them a week later then add them without ever having to talk to a person so when you move into your next rental it's one less account to have to cancel slash move or set up an appointment for a technician to miss some other stuff depending on where you live you'll either need to return the direct tv equipment to an authorized store or take a fe- to a fedex location after they send you a self-addressed slash labeled box make sure you put everything in there or you'll be charged a premium fee. And no, you don't need to return the dish. They like to leave dishes on houses slash apartments because they hope the new tenant will just sign up for DirecTV instead of cable or Dish Network or YouTube TV. Love. I was wondering about the dish, actually. Love the podcast. Been listening to Matt's stuff since the first episode of Nerdist. Keep up the good work. And he's an Australian that's been in the U.S. for 22 years in approximately 2,400 square feet in North Carolina on about two acres with a wife, two eight-year-old twin science girl, one six-year-old non-science girl, and an 80-pound female Newfoundland, a.k.a. big sack of hair and drool. You, sir, seem like you'd be a, you'd be a good pal to have around. Yeah. Where did my... Um, what are you trying to sift through your tabs? Where did my voicemails go? <laughs> Guys, remember earlier when I was talking about her tabs? Shh, don't talk about my tabs that no, way. I can't find it. I found my tab. All right, what is it? Okay. Hey, Matt and Dory, this is Crystal, and I am also a fellow cord cutter. <clears throat> we no longer have cable or satellite. And um, I just wanted to share how we manage that since I heard you talking about it. Um, we used YouTube TV for cable. And then we also enjoy all the other premium add-ons like Showtime and HBO and CBS All Access and all of those extra $7.99 a month type things. But we don't have, we don't keep them every month, even YouTube TV. So we'll turn on YouTube TV and we'll enjoy it. And then we'll just say to cancel it. So we just do that off and on. And we only turn it on for stuff that we know we want to watch, like, yeah. say, Super Bowl. We turned it on for that, and we watched it. And I immediately said, I immediately went on there and canceled it, too. So we'll get it for that month, and then it'll be done. And we do that for HBO. We'll watch a series or a season of a series, and then we'll just quit it after that month. And that kind of keeps down the costs of all those extra add-ons when you want That's interesting. to watch stuff. So I hope that helps, and I will talk to you later. Bye. I don't hate that yeah. idea. I mean, have you used YouTube TV since last weekend? When you watched the Oscars? Yeah. I watched, weirdly, I watched the Goldbergs at 5 o'clock in the morning one morning. Oh, okay. Couldn't get away from work. I decided to work more. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, all right. I'm going to play this. 
Hey, Matt and Dory. Love the pod. And I just wanted to call in about cord cutting. Um, we cut the cord one year ago and have not regretted it since. We had cable and we were paying out the nose for it. And I tried to bring the price down and they wouldn't. So out of, uh, you know, my uh, Bostonian hard-nosed principles, I cut the cord on Comcast here out in Colorado. And seriously, we just have Netflix and Prime. You guys sound like you have a whole lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been awesome. I watch the local news on their website in the morning streaming. Um and we only have, you know, an hour a day that we can even sit in front of the TV because we have kids. So um, we've been saving. So we, we cut the core. We got high-speed Internet, and then we already had the Netflix and Prime, and it works great. And we do it on all our computers, all that kind of stuff, the iPad. And um, before, my husband was really holding on to Comcast because, like Matt, he likes used to like to watch um, poker shows and the UFC fighting. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He just follows that online now, and it's fine. I never thought I'd see the day that he'd agree to it, but we save 100 bucks a month and don't look back. The other thing was with our cable, we were building up our DVR situation, and it was, like, stressful. It was actually stressful. It felt like a to-do list, um, not being able to catch up on these shows. Um, And it was, like, just more um, thought than I needed to put into it. And a year later, you know what? We watch plenty of TV, and we watch all the good shows. And, you know, if there's something on HBO, we'll – We'll get that for a season and then, you know, cut it off again, you know, if there's a new season of whatever. So I highly recommend it and save your money. Don't give it to those big companies and cut that cord. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, 1,800 square feet, two bed, three bedrooms, one kid, one dog, two parents. Thanks. Bye. Look, I love everything you said. Except for that last part where you said, don't give it to the big companies and you have Prime and Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what their market cap is, but it's like a, like a trillion dollars. Um, Caitlin, but then again, I also get that uh, those are the only two companies around. Caitlin had another quick voicemail. Hey guys, it's Caitlin again. Just uh, called about cutting the cord this morning, but... One more thing about the Smart Pack commercial. Chris Evans um, went to my high school. He's from Sudbury. He's Sudbury guy. There you go. Super cool guy. He's a year above me. I was in some plays with him. He was always amazingly talented on the stage. So it's no surprise. Was he wicked so fucking cute too? And then yeah, I think he's John Krasinski went to uh, Lexington High School, which is just down the road. And, yeah, Draft is, is from Burlington. I think that's right. But, yes, I just wanted to clarify. Chris Evans is from Sudbury. He's a legend. All right. Take care. Bye. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> Evans. Sudbury. <laughs> thank you, Caitlin. And thank you all so much for weighing in. You've given us a lot to think about. Record cutting. You've given us nothing to think about. Okay. What? I only said that because you you, you made our decision for us. We don't even have to think about it. Okay. Um, well, it's come to the time in the podcast where we thank all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, this is the time when we say thank you to the people who matter, i.e. the people who will help us in this uh, ACAST transition while we are slowly pulling away from uh, our former ad sales partners and moving over to ACAST to a happier home full of Dory's and Kate's. <laughs> Um, yeah so if you support us at the $5 level or above you'll get your name right on the podcast each month you'll get one bonus episode per month and you get the whole back catalog of those episodes and at $10 a month you get two bonus episodes a month Um, 
And again, the back catalog. So let's get to it. All right. Thank you to the following folks. Patricia Faust Rezig. Paul Sharp. Paula. Rachel Downey. Rachel Kuzma. Reagan Parsons. Robert Olson. Sabrina Stern. Sadie Massa. Sandra M. Sarah Prager. Sarah Reistad Long. Sarah Lewis. Sarah Swift. Sherry Olson. Siri K. Gasky. SJV. Stephen Azar. Tanya Kershevin. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Wolf Fox. Amanda Schramm. Andrea. Anna Appleton Clayton. Anonymous in Brooklyn. Bradley Johnson. Brian Guskey. Christina. Claire Dealey. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nuziforo. Deanna McLean. Uh, Elsie Dayton. Elise. Uh, that's right. Elise Dayton. Why did I call her Elsie? Who knows? Eliza. Uh, Elizabeth Kamani. Gita Drury. Holly Purpura. Jane Ennis. Jennifer T. Simon. Nope. Jennifer Simon, Jennifer T. Brennan. Guys, <laughs> don't have my glasses. Don't have my brain. Jenny Fick, thank you as well. Joanna Reinwald. Uh, Jordan Hamesley. Kaylee Hendrickson. Karen Perl- Perlman. Katie. Katie Combs Pritchard. Katie Joyner. Carrie L. Kristen Anderson. Laura. Laura Bennett. Lauren Kay. Lauren Schultz. Lynn Nugent. M. Upshur. Mara Foss. And Maria Bishop. There you go, everybody. That's the big thank yous from us and the big thank yous unto all of you. What? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. In the meantime, I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.